GM. Good morning. GM, GM. What's going on? Nothing much. Chilling. What's good with you? I don't know, man. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Mm. Just up here hanging out, drinking a coffee. Forgot to top myself up. Nice. It's going to be a long show without the uh, full cup of Joe. Need that fuel. How's your morning been? Did you get your latte? I did. Mm. It's tasty. It's a good cup. Nice and fresh. Fabulous. Fabulous. Love it. GM Sandman, GM Mike, Chipper, Crypto Link, David Howe, Bomber. What's going on, you DJs? Nothing like that intro music to just get a get the blood pumping a little bit more in the morning. What's the uh, what's it like out in New York today? I really like shaping up to have a really nice day here. Gonna... Pretty, <clears throat> it was really cold yesterday. It's warmed up a little bit, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty cold yesterday here too, but the sun was shining and it was uh, it was nice to see some blue skies. Gonna get that get that dog out, get him running, get him playing. It's gonna be a good day. Excited for that. Yeah, play good. Take me uh-huh. up play. <laughs> I can tell when he's getting restless. He's uh, he's chilling right now, but every once in a while in the middle of the show, he just comes over and brings me one of his toys. Mm-hmm. The ball of energy I can't keep up. <laughs> you have dogs too, right? Couple? Yes. Yes, sir. What kind are yours? Poodle and a Chihuahua. It's the little guys or the po- little poodle? Yeah. Nice. If we ever get another dog, it's going to be one that doesn't shed. That's for sure. Hypoallergenic, I hear, is the thing. Oh, my God. It's just it's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. (laughs) We got some good news. Looking like crypto's bouncing back a little bit. That's exciting. We're going to break that down a little bit for you guys. Biden signed an executive order. That was pretty uh, uneventful. I don't know. I thought everyone thought the world was going to end with it. Um, appeared to be more of an announcement of an announcement. Some super ordinary villains. Uh, wow, that was a that was a shit show last night for anybody that was looking or participating in that. The uh, ten thousand Mortys. Where are the Ricks? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh God, uh, the pickle Rick meme is like the 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 most worn out one. You Worn out everywhere. I love yeah. pickle Rick. Pickle I don't Rick, know. Yeah. I don't know the meme about it being worn out. I just like pickle Rick from the show. Yeah, it was pickle just Rick. like a, he turned himself into a pickle. I don't know. I used to just see that everywhere. He did. Yeah, he did turn himself into a pickle. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Confirmed. Gutter cats did some stuff yesterday. The gutter juice went down. I need a little gutter juice. Yeah, it was a Dutch auction and it was lauded as being done. Well, not done right, but the community was very proud of themselves for waiting till the lowest possible price and then selling it out in a minute. Yeah. They're like, that's how you do. That's how you do a Dutch auction. Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. I I agree. I look and I sure. I'm just amazed that people are still doing Dutch auctions in this market as if they haven't been pandered enough. There's a couple of projects coming up that are uh, doing the same thing. Um, One that I'm going to spend some time looking into uh, today that's starting at like Mm 4.2. I guess for the memes, the 420. Oh, well, that one's interesting because it's an influencer named, uh, I don't know, Friends With You, Friends With Benefits, one of these things. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know a little bit about that one. Oh, I know a lot about it. Yeah, it's Ooh. it seems like some bullshit, and it seems like they're using the same model as the Bear Bricks um, project. And I don't mean I don't even mean that as a joke. I mean they literally bought the same 3D model that Bear Bricks did and threw some new accessories on it. Yeah, uh, with a Dutch auction starting at 4.2 ETH. That seemed to be the scandalous part of the of the whole thing. Many people came out against it. Faroque 
It seems like Farouk, I don't know. He was supportive, but not support. He gave the guy an interview. He tried to be fair about it, but people really just wanted him to lambaste this guy for attempting to extract $100 million from the market um, with whatever the fuck that project was. I mean, all I know is that this guy, friends with clouds or whatever his name, he, he would say GM a lot and people like to say GM to him back. That's what I know him for. Beyond that, I have no idea what he does. The branding here matches um, his vibe for sure, whatever the, whatever this project he was going to put out. But yeah. I don't think it was well received. Yeah, well, I mean, we can right. bring that up a, a little bit in the um, in the show, especially with Farouk, the whole Ty Lopez thing that went down on the weekend. We didn't, I didn't brought it up yet because it was such a, I don't want to say a nothing burger, but it was just, it was funny. It was enjoyable to watch it go down. Ty Lopez is a character. He's just inserting himself into stuff. But, uh, but yeah. The first thing that brought the entire NFT market together. Since, that's... Uh, since the pullback. And that was what was interesting. I saw enemies laughing together about something, which was interesting because the last few weeks, everyone's been at their throats in, in many communities that I watch uh, as lower floor prices seem to be uh, affecting people. But, you know, I, I got to say this for, was a moment. Yeah. For once, I, uh, I believed or I uh, agreed with um, with Beanie. <laughs> what did Beanie say? Oh, well, you know, what? I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up later on the show. Sure. We'll, we'll crush some content with that and uh, and talk about it. Just because it was funny. There was the Ty Lopez, the Farouk thing. Beanie likes to jump mm-hmm. in. Uh, some some stuff to riff on there. But uh, interesting that the three of them are always in the same conversation, but have never seen together in the same room. Actually, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Ty Lopez and Farouk have a picture together. Um. Yeah. Do you want to do the drum roll? We'll start talking some crypto and then uh, just get into the damn thing. There you go. Thank you. GM, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday, March 9th edition of the AM show hosted live on YouTube and Twitch. I am your host, R2D Gen, and with me, as always, Mr. FMC. Hey, now. Hey, now. Yes, we... uh. We are here. It is Wednesday. It is halfway through the week. Uh, it might seem like there's a little bit of life in the markets. Had some floors kind of go up over overnight and uh, and throughout the afternoon. But who knows with that? Crypto is doing well, though. Woke up to a bunch of green um, this morning on the charts, and that was a little bit exciting. Uh, it's it's hard to say whether it was just due for a bounce as we talk about just these these cycles and seasonalities and looking at the charts and then kind of trying to apply news to it after the fact, mm-hmm. or if it had anything to do with uh, you know Biden's executive order as everyone were was holding their breath in in regards to what he would be announcing. But yeah. Pulling up CoinGecko and the S&P charts this morning. Uh, Bitcoin up eight over 8% uh, across the $42,000 mark. Very bullish there. Ethereum up almost 6%, 2700 there. We're still down on the week, but we're definitely putting some uh, some work in to, to close the gaps and, uh, and hopefully cross over that $3,000 mark. Uh, the S&P did just open 10 minutes ago. Pre-markets, as you were pointing out to me, were on an absolute tear. And it is continuing that trend um, up to... Two percent, eighty-three points on the uh, in the uh, in the in the market now. Um, you know, it's 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 there is a tethering going on with both of them. So I I, I think that uh, this has more to do with the macro situation than Biden's announcement. As bullish as that is for crypto, uh, crypto is not going to be moving the S and P the way that the S and P might move crypto. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but. So last night I was on a show and we started to get into uh, markets and macro and the guy started talking about how and shit, you know, crypto is still getting whacked and, you know, we're right at a critical support level. And if we and like right as he was saying that, I got that annoying fucking Coinbase message when something either goes up or down 5%. It was like Bitcoin, 42,000. And it even caught me off guard because I mean, nothing had been happening. It was like this, just like a just trend down, you know, slow, but whatever um, trend down. And then 
I get this alert and I'm like, wait, sir, uh, please stop talking for us. You just said crypto is getting wet. Well, crypto is up like 7% right now. I was like, does anyone know what it is, what it is? And someone in the audience yells yelling, right? And I'm like, what? So I go see. And this is ve- this is kind of classic. And if you've been in crypto longer than a few months, you've probably seen it a lot of times. At every all-time high, during bull markets, when crypto has run a lot, all of a sudden, whether it's China or Europe or the UK or America, some regulation news comes out. This government's going to do this. This government's looking at crypto. This this government's going to do And every time I caution, look, they can't really do anything. They say they can do things. It's all posturing. This is all a negotiation and blah, 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 blah. But the market freaks out. Crypto pulls back. Oh, no, governments are going to shut us down. China's going to ban us, blah, 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 blah. And then whether it's a week, three weeks, a month or two months later, whatever we were expecting comes out and it's a nothing burger. And markets are like, oh, shit, it was, there was nothing to freak out with to begin with. And boom, you get the ramp up. And that's what happened yesterday as Janet Yellen leaked um, or made had a... Uh, response to this executive order that everybody is anticipating. And it was much milder than people inspected. Hell, you could even read that first paragraph as supportive. It was like the government only wants to look into this to see how we can help. Now, again, you know, take everything the government says tongue in cheek, especially their public statements. It's all game theory and negotiations. But the point was people were expecting them to be extreme and because you know when you're negotiating something you take a much more extreme position than you would accept and then you try to get to the middle well this is like if they're starting from here what's the middle right this is very interesting so we saw for the first time in weeks crypto detach from markets because i go i i see i get this alert for bitcoin on coinbase i go check eth eth is above twenty seven hundred dollars i'm like oh let me go see the s p because i hadn't seen the executive order leak yet so i figured that there was ukraine news like i was expecting to go see s p futures up two percent they were down they were down or flat from the close of the market. So I was like, huh, that was the first time I had seen crypto detach. And it was obviously because there was crypto specific news. But now this morning, um, as as commodities and geopolitical tensions seem to ease a bit, markets are ripping north. But it's a very interesting situation because the VIX were coming in at like 32 and markets are up 2%. That is weird. All right, guys, if you don't know what the VIX is, it's the volatility index. Good traders use it uh, as an indicator, and markets tend to not rally when the VIX is above twenty. All right, when when you're talking about what, how do you confirm a bull trend? VIX under twenty is how you confirm a bull trend. Right now, VIX is high, and that's because the price people pay to insure their stock positions is high because of geopolitical risks. That's what the VIX is a measure of. We're up. 2% on S&Ps with a VIX at 32. Very interesting. One of them's wrong. We're going to find out which one it is pretty soon here. So I, I'm expecting a VIX smash very soon. The thing is, you will see the spoos get off the mat before VIX gets crushed. VIX needs that news event. Like, where would you see? We talk about how the market prices and things before the news happens and then reacts to the news but we already knew how it was going to react vix actually reacts to the news it is a it is much more directly correlated to what's happening so the moment we get some indication that ukraine tensions are are going down or putin is you know change it whatever it is uh you're going to see a vix smash uh pretty soon yeah, interesting. Um, just going over that statement that you mentioned by uh, Janet Yellen in that first paragraph, and we'll get into the uh, Biden executive order on on the back of this. But uh, President Biden's historic executive order calls for a coordinated and comprehensive approach to digital asset policy. This approach will support reasonable innovation that could result in substantial benefits for the nation consumers, and businesses. It will also address risks related to illicit finance, protecting consumers and investors, and preventing threats to the financial system and the broad, and broader economy. Um, I read most of that statement as very bullish. Uh, there was a, um, uh, 
a, a senator that came out yesterday that, you know, was shouting we should be on the side of innovation, which, you know, America has always touted itself, you know, being a world leader in industry and technology and pushing that forward is going to be a very important stance um, for uh, for this government and, you know, crypto, obviously, we're all in the same room here thinking about it, you know, should be at the forefront of that NFTs along with it. But, um, you know, they they are doing their diligence. They do have a responsibility to protect their current economy, their current financial system, whether or not you agree with the way that they perform. It's kind of towing the middle. But, yeah, we talk about voting with your, your ballot, voting with your money and voting with your feet. Uh, America needs to stay on the forefront of this. We've seen an incredible shift of wealth into a lot of people uh, with with crypto, you know, long term holders of Bitcoins becoming mil- uh, sorry, any Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of this stuff becoming millionaires, sometimes even billionaires, uh, NFT traders, NFT producers have been doing very well, especially the legitimate ones. Obviously, they need to look out for the scams and whatnot. Um, but these are people that are now sitting on a lot of wealth and a lot more wealth than they could earn um, maybe in a, just a traditional job or going $120,000 into student debt, as we so often see. Uh they're going to be very protective of that money that they've uh, have accumulated and this wealth that they've grown. And the, America has to be pretty friendly towards that. So this announcement and this executive order that Biden signed yesterday, it did seem to be actually quite bullish, just you know, outlining the fact that uh, it exists. We're going to look at how to utilize it to the best of our ability, the best do the best things for our economy and our citizens. I think... Uh, you know, the market in, in, in a little, in some sense, responded to that uh, quite well. As free market said, everybody kind of holding their breath. What's coming? How bad is this going to be? You know, Russia and Ukraine is happening and people are using the crypto is evading sanctions and blah, blah, blah. And here we are talking about it and crypto's up seven, six, seven, eight percent. Uh, some coins actually doing a lot better than that even. Yep. <clears throat> Exactly. And I, I, I like like I said, this is exactly why the market responded positively. Yeah. So nice to nice to see some some good news and wake up to uh, to ETH kind of bouncing back. I guess the next stop, if you're looking at the chart, is probably trying to break through that three thousand uh, three thousand dollar mark. Is that kind of well, where we're at here's right now? the thing. Here's the thing. All right. Crypto had taken another leg down kind of for no reason. All right. All this did was get it back to where it was. I think it's going to be linked right back to uh, to macro now. And again, macro is positive right now. But still, watch the S&Ps. I, I think it was just very interesting last night that for the first time in weeks, I, I you know, I see crypto ripping north and I go to look at futures and futures were down again. Futures are up again this morning. Um, so, uh, we're going to see going forward, but I expect crypto to still be very linked to geopolitical shit. Now that it's, you know, I feel like 2,800 is kind of fair value and it was down at 25 for no reason. And now we're back here and now we're just going to wait to see what happens. Yes. Uh, and speaking of the geopolitical issues, um, in Ukraine and Russia, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club Yuga Labs donates one million dollars in ETH to Ukraine. The NFT collection has matched the Board Ape Yacht Club holders one million dollars in contributions with a donation of its own. Always good to see some some news coming out of there and uh, a big you know brand like Yuga Labs making a difference in the world. One of the things that I was really happy to see and and I, the number was actually surprising to me was not the million dollars that Yuga Lab. Um, sent over, but well, the $88 million in cryptocurrency donations that Ukraine has received uh, in total, and about $7 million of that going directly to the government's wallet to kind of, you know, support their um, their campaign and defending their country from invasion. Um, but yeah, seeing so many people rally behind these causes of, uh, you know, displaced citizens, people uh, not having the money or their accounts to uh, to be able to, to flee the country um, and really r- rallying behind this cause. I also saw people using Airbnb. Ukrainians were listing their, their apartments and stuff up on Airbnb and people were supporting those uh, citizens directly by renting them out, obviously with no 
no intention of going there um, and and, um, and and staying in the Airbnb, but just as a clever kind of means of, of transportation of money as well. So lots of interesting stuff happening in this regard. Bored Apes uh, kind of leading the charge with one of the big brands putting out some some big money out of their own pocket as well, which is great to see. Yeah, shout out to them and shout out to Web3, which has now raised millions uh, for Ukraine. Love to see it. We know NFTs are such a great way uh, to do a Kickstarter type fund or to do a GoFundMe type of thing. So just happy to see Web3 helping out here. Shout out to Ukraine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a big, um, big supporter in the uh you know, creation of the Ukraine DAO um, and a lot of these funds that have been raised is uh, Pussy Riot and Pussy Riot is now launching a DAO in support of women and the LGBTQ artists. Uh, Unicorn DAO says its primary goal is to provide financial tools, education and resources to underrepresented artists and groups in the cryptocurrency and Web3 space. Uh, I don't have a ton of like color on this actual uh, Unicorn DAO, but just kind of linking back to, to Pussy Riot and the role that they played um, in, in helping support Ukraine, despite being a Russian-based activist group. And that's always a very, um, very risky proposition to be being a part of, but they continue to do so and continue to advocate advocate for these groups now kind of expanding their reach using Web3 again, too. So some more good news. Um, and, and Pussy Ride is just uh, uh, continues to be on the forefront of, of using Web3 to, to support. The greatest artist of a generation. Uh, Pussy Riot is is art. They are rock and roll. Um, they are to be supported. Period. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually listening to a podcast about uh, Vladimir 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 Putin's kind of rise and whatnot. And this was actually all done before even you know the the events of this last month. Um, but it is it is incredible how terrifying this person is for people to speak out yeah. against and how ruthless he's been in the past. So um, I you know it, it's it's easy for us to sit here and say he's a bad person, but. We- when you do it in Russia, you're really actually putting your life and your family's life on the line. And, you know, and Pussy Riot does that um, very, very publicly. So yeah. I keep an eye out for them because I think, you know, that they do in, in Web3 is is probably going to turn to gold. Um, yes. uh, Crypto King Kong. During these low volume periods that inexperienced uh, people in the NFT market call bears or bear markets, as you say, people will give you a lot of reasons as to why the bear market happened, what's wrong with NFTs, this is what's broken about the market. There's nothing wrong with the market. There's nothing wrong with NFTs. This is seasonality. This was broadcast to happen every year. And guess what? It's going to happen again in September, October, and November. And don't act surprised when it does. And don't act surprised in December when we come out of it. And the whole three months that we're in a bear or two months or whatever it is, People are going to say, oh, NFTs were a bubble. They're dead. They're never coming back and all this type of stuff. It's the same thing every cycle. NFTs are fine. Are there cash grabs? Always. Yeah. That was the same thing last cycle. There's nothing different going on here. Same cycle. Well, actually, um, speaking of of that kind of conversation, uh, the JPEG Lord on Twitter, I don't know if you follow him. He's got about 20,000 followers, but he made a, a pretty good thread rela- rela- relating this market back to 2017 now it doesn't say that um uh it doesn't say that the, you know the this this bear market or this lack of volatility is going to extend um over the course of two or three years but um you know he does go on to kind of talk about the 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 parallels between what we're seeing right now in this market and the 2017 ICO craze um and and how you know when you're spreading your money out a lot of times these things are going to go to zero whether it's intentionally or unintentionally a team just can't uh perform but it was just like watching out for those buzzwords and watching out for intention and whatnot um you know, it it just it all depends on whether or not this team is going to, or these teams are going to continue to to work and be motivated in the face of you know lack of volume and floor price. And those are you know great projects to to start going into. But you know, he he goes on to mention he probably invested in about twenty or thirty ICOs, um, and only two of them actually ended up having any long term value. Uh, I do think that there are going to be some great projects that come out of extended you know 
depreciations and volumes and floor prices, but it's just all about what you look at. So I'll uh, I'll link that uh, that thread. Um, somebody else shared it as well, so I appreciate. Um, fuck, I forgot to write down who did that, but uh, it was a good read. It was about twenty tweets, and it was uh, in, enjoyable. But you know, um, you know, projects aren't immune to to these things, and some of them, you know, as we're seeing right now, are definitely definitely cash grabs, and it's just trying to sift through the shit and find it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh says, speaking of possible ca- possible cash grabs, gutter juice. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I have that pulled up in uh, as as part of our kind of next discussion. I don't think that this is a cash grab. I mean, uh, Gutter Cats is coming up on being a year old. They continue to you know expand their ecosystem, but again, they did a Dutch auction, um, which is surprising. Essentially, there's you know the four types of uh, uh, creatures in the gutter cat gang, the cats, the rats, the pigeons, and the dogs. Uh, they're all doing a various degrees of success. Last time I checked, pardon me, the gutter cats were about 5.5 ETH. Um, but, uh, you know, they continue to build, they continue to do things. I think the art is a little bit uh, love it or hate it, but it's um, it's it's definitely a different kind of vibe. They have some celebrity support. Yeah, so still sitting on a 5 ETH floor. Uh, each of these collections has 3,000, and uh, each NFT was uh, was given a gutter juice, which is like a clone serum. Um, there are specific to the types of NFTs you hold. So you get a, a cat, a rat, a pigeon, a dog, as I said. The cats and the rats are definitely getting a premium. The pigeons, or sorry, the cats and the dogs, the pigeons and the rats are going for low. The floor on them is about 0.1 right now. But if you've had any interest in getting into the gutter cat gang, this might be a point of... Um, a point of entry for you. Uh, but yeah, free market, you mentioned in the pre-show that the Dutch auction kind of went down to the, the lowest tier here. Yes. It got down to a point one and it sold out in a minute. So it was definitely demand. People were just waiting for the right price. It was an yeah. effective Dutch auction. They wanted to real. they wanted to see what price discovery was and they found it. Yeah, so they are sitting around uh, the mint price floor there. Nothing wrong with that. I know. Again, I don't know that it's a cash grab, but it's uh, it is it is hard to watch a lot of these Dutch auctions going down. We saw Troverse kind of suffer the same fate, but I, I do think that that is just the market saying like, just chill the fuck out on Dutch auctions and and uh, and let's move on and get back to some regular mints. Um, you know. GM to you guys. Yeah, just reading. Uh, Cyber is saying nothing I said was geared towards seasonal seasonal or cycles. It was a reference to the space in general. If you think we don't have to do better with the quality of projects, then we have different views of the space. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's saying that we don't have to do better with it. Oh, uh, we but- don't. I am saying that. I am saying oh, we don't have to do better. We don't need more quality. Pro- There's enough quality projects. There's not enough ETH to go around. There's more... There are more uh, quality projects than there is ETH to put into them. We have enough quality, but they should just they should shut it down. If anything, they don't need to change. Let the cash grabs come back. It's fine. That's always going to be there. Never going away. Yeah, Vincent's asking about just uh, get smarter. Oh yeah, I mean the market is figuring this shit out. I mean you're 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 going to see rejections. We're seeing the rejections of the Dutch auctions in real time. Uh, the cash grab projects will fall by the wayside. We'll have this, you know, what seems like nothing going on, and then all of a sudden these really good projects that are committed to doing something are going to start launching and kickstarting us off again. Ninety nine percent of the products advertised to you on TV are cash grabs. They're rugs. They're not quality projects made by people who care what they're selling you. That's a good point. Uh, 16,000 to the public supply. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been a little bit lower, could have been in the cards, maybe um, going to that 8,000 mark, wouldn't get the total holders up to 20,000. Good way of providing some some extra utility and value to the current holders while onboarding some new people. Uh, But I I mean, it's hard to say how this is going to work out. We often talk about on this show how... um, you know, 10,000 uh, supply NFTs right now seem like they're a lot, but as the greater masses start to be onboarded, it's going to be uh, considered a small supply. I just, I don't know how this is going to affect Gutter Gang specifically, but in hindsight, you know, these projects are going to start, you know, opening up 
to wider swaths of people uh, as their brand continues to grow. I think Gutter Cats has kind of been around long enough and, and been relevant long enough to to justify it too. So it will be interesting to see how that larger larger mint uh, ends up affecting their their project and, and the the dilution of the brand. So I'm just curious to see what ends up coming out of these, how they're responded to, and uh, and how the community that already exists within Gutter Cat Gang. Um, and feels about it because at the end of the day, that's going to be the most important sign, right? Yeah, I think it's a a very, very close uh, community. You know, you got to bet on communities. Uh, Floor price is a very bad indicator, um, especially during these periods when people are paper handing. So you just have to dig deep and look at the community and gutter cat community is legit and they have a lot of people. Um, that, you know, that go to bat for them. There's a lot of celebrities that hold these. And I think that they are a project that um, could do a companion collection. The NFTs are a little pricey for most people. I think a lot of people want in the gutter cats and this type of thing makes sense to me. I like it. I didn't buy any, but I like it. I like the gutter cats. Yeah, the uh, the floor price on the dogs about one point eight. The uh, yeah, it's the good. Rats, that has a yeah, good no, price in this market, I'll especially right now too. Yeah, one point two five for the rats, and these are all pretty low supply. They're all three thousand supply uh, projects. One point two. So I, I mean, and I'm when guessing you say- it's not because people are buying anything, and it's because people aren't selling, and that's a good you know that's a good indication uh, of a community. But yeah. And they've been through a few cycles before, right? They went through October oh, yeah. and November. So the, it, it, I like looking at jokes like, you know, gutter cats, like dead fell, like they've already been through a bears. There are newer projects that are experiencing their first bear cycle right now. And if you remember dead fellas fell, I mean, during that last best bear, I want to say dead fell down to like 0.4, even, even lower after getting up to like two ETH or almost three ETH in the first cycle. Uh, they fell down to 0.4 in the last bear, and then they got up to 44 ETH. And they've pulled back now. To t- but that's the same thing I'm seeing in gutter catter cats also. They're finding this new support that you know is going to be their springboard during the next uh, during the next bull cycle. So, Yeah, I mean, people have been talking a lot about, you know, projects to look for uh, coming out of the bear market. You know, they had a successful drop of 16,000 um, of these vials that you're going to be able to use. Uh, they're onboarding new people into the community. They have a strong community. The floor prices have fallen, but not dramatically. And as you said, more of an effect of people not wanting to sell rather than, um, you know, uh, uh, sorry, just the the lack of volume in the market. But, um, you know, if you have the liquidity to justify maybe getting into one of these projects, the pigeons, the cats, the rats, or the dogs, uh, this might be a good entrance point. And when you smash it all together, you know, the all four of those are only at 12,000 supply. So, I mean, that isn't even outrageous in and of itself, right? So, you know, you look at the floor prices of, of, of this compared to the cats and the cats are obviously the OG ones, uh, but they're all really holding their own in that regard. So, you know, it might be something to be really bullish on um, as they have a track record, they have a team, they have an existing community and they are expanding upon that said community. Well, I think there's, there's two classes, right. That you could look at. So what's going to happen when we come out of this bull and you look at the new class, whether that be cool mans or lemons or alien friends or any of the new things that, uh, launched and they haven't proven anything. They haven't been through the bear cycle yet. You don't know if they're going to, if things get worse, if those projects are going to come back. But when you look at things that already went through that September, October, November period and are holding their floors here really, really well, that's what I would look at in traditional markets, too. Like if I was in stocks, right, and we just had this crazy 20 percent drawdown in NASDAQ and tech is dead and da, 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 I'd be sifting through tech stocks right now looking for the ones that didn't get killed and everything got killed. So it's not that you're not buying things that aren't down. But you want to look at the relative strength, okay? Which ones were strong relative to their peers or relative to uh, the other uh, companies in their industry that experienced insane drawdowns? And those are the ones that come out of the other end really strong. So, you know, gutter cats, kaijus, um, there's a few that have just held their floor, already been through a cycle and just feel like they're the ones that are going to rally pretty hard when we come out of it, so... 
Yeah, I mean, you could almost start to throw doodles in there too. They've they've done pretty well through this market as well, even just being a higher um, a higher priced NFT. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, they they had the uh, the space uh, space doodles ready to go at kind of the right time to 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 keep right. some relevance and some news around them. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if anyone is looking into Guttercat Gang, you go to their site guttercatgang.com. Um, they have a whole article about the uh, the new initiatives that they're welcoming into their ecosystem, mainly about the uh, juice and the clones. Um, and then they start teasing some more uh, down the road. You know, you're, they're going to be looking to launch their own token, um, a, a P2E and IRL games, uh, gang utility token in a marketplace. I mean, again, these are kind of all buzzwords and whatnot, but they've been teasing things out and building upon it. And again, have a track record of just existing and have, you know, as, as a free market always says, justified their existence too. So, um, you know, I always like seeing this project pop up. I've never been a part of it, but uh, by gutter cat gangs are, uh, are, are one that you should definitely be looking for. But, and if you guys didn't know all <laughs> The big people in the NFT industry got together yesterday. There was a little meeting. It was kind of behind closed doors. No more mutants. No more collections are allowed to do mutants or vials or anything of that sort going forward. It was decided. So gutter cats, congrats. You guys are the last one. Hopefully that makes it very valuable going forward. I think eggs are maybe going to be off the table pretty soon too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No eggs. eggs no eggs, eggs and no mutants. That's that's a no-no, guys. Maybe next they got to do some like uh, uh, an invasion, an alien invasion mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what the uh, what's in line. Oh uh, yeah, aliens. That's a new one. One <laughs> <Let's do that. laughs> uh, article that I forgot to pull up. I was kind of skipping around here. Uh, saw it pop up. Was the LimeWire? Uh, LimeWire is back. I don't know what age group the cutoff is that's going to recognize this is, but I uh, have. Uh, a love-hate relationship with LimeWire, Kazaa, uh, Napster, even before then, um, as as some of the uh, best and worst things that you could have on your PC back in the day. Uh, music sharing service LimeWire is back as an NFT marketplace. The dormant peer-to-peer IP, IP sorry, is being rebooted as a platform for music NFTs and other collectibles from musicians. So this is definitely on brand with what LimeWire was before, obviously a sharing site for, um, or sorry, a peer-to-peer sharing application for mainly music. Uh, you know, people at the time when they were starting to get into broadband internet might have started doing movies and stuff like that, but the file sizes were sometimes prohibitively large. Uh, LimeWire also known for installing plenty of viruses on your computer with some of the files that you download. So I love the idea of putting something like this on my computer when you're dealing with thousands of dollars in crypto every single day. Uh, But yeah, LimeWire is uh, not the, uh, it's not the former um, company. It's not the former team that was doing and this is just a book that is being revised and it is on brand for them doing the music uh, marketplace right now you can go to their site i have it it is limewire.com slash waitlist you can sign up they are going to be doing a token drop i have no idea how the tokenomics or anything like this is going to work this was something that i just woke up to and started to click on and laugh but might be worth something as we've talked about in the past music nfts are always kind of on um, the fringe of being relevant. We see some of these generative music drops that kind of have a, a cook and some some big volume uh, right out of the gate, but they typically don't last super long. So go check out LimeWire if that's something that you're looking into. Uh, if music NFTs are something that you're excited about, they seem to be wanting to onboard creators. So um, you know maybe there's some rug radio elements in this, but, uh, but yeah. How was, uh, how was your history growing up with LimeWire? I downloaded songs. They were good songs. The only, the only, my only issue is that uh, when music went all DCMA, like half of the ones I downloaded stopped working uh, in Apple, Apple Music, which sucks. Luckily, you know, now that I pay half a small, small subscription fee every month, I have access most to most of the songs in the, the world. The only thing you miss out on is the tape tapes and the remix. Given, given that hip hop hop was my preferred genre as a youngin, I lost a lot of that, uh, a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah. I, oh man, I remember the days of like downloading all of these things and uh, and sending it to iTunes and trying to rename them all so that it matched up. And then you would download songs that weren't actually right. You had no idea who it was yeah. from. Very fond memories of uh, of all of that stuff. Good so yeah, keep times. keep a lookout for LimeWire dropping soon. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Maz yesterday, uh, getting uh, hooked up with the Small Love team. He hosted Akon, who's in the DGen Dojo, and uh, Treasure in Magic um, Maxi, and just an all around good guy, and, and you know knows so so knowledgeable about that. But Maz hosted the Small Love team on a Twitter Spaces yesterday. Uh, you should definitely go get that checked out again if you've had any interest in the treasure and magic um uh, ecosystem but haven't known where to jump in this is a, a decent place to start they do a good job of kind of talking about where, what arbitrum was their uh their small love project where they're kind of doing a tinder for the smalls and it was uh, it was pretty interesting i was listening to it this morning trying to get caught up on it i didn't manage to fix it but maz always does a great interview and that uh, that team was fun as well very fun and uh, treasure magic ecosystem bullish. Yeah, we also did an interview last night with the Fat Choice team uh, on Twitter as well. They had their artist Pam up there. We've uh, you know been in contact with Fat Choice for a while. Uh, they're launching their project in sometime in April, so another one to kind of keep an eye out for but that was uh was fun always fun to jump on a twitter spaces with you i don't know why i just i get nervous on twitter spaces it's a foreign uh foreign area for me yeah twitter spaces are fun uh love the fat choice and it was really nice to speak to their artist pam on uh, international women's day go check out her profile on instagram pam draws she's a fabulous artist i think we have discovered a a new star here just got into nfts uh exploring this world, loving it. Good stuff. Love the yeah. fact. Decoy, there was not an announcement that you were going live. Shit. I forgot to put one in the, uh, in the discord there this morning. My apologies, but I uh, <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, you finding your, your way here anyways. Um, yeah, let's talk about the, uh, the whole Ty Lopez thing that went down on the weekend. Uh, Ty Lopez, uh, for those of you that don't know, Ty Lopez is, you know, kind of rose to prominence in the mid 2010s. He had a ridiculous um, YouTube ad that you could not escape if you were trying, where it was about four minutes long. It popped up before every fucking video that you wanted to watch. And he would be, you know, holding his camera, being like, I'm here in the Hollywood Hills with my Lamborghini that I just bought, but I love books. Um, you know, he's a, one of those like self-help coaches that do courses and, you know, the 68 step guide to success and whatnot. Um, not actually a terrible entrepreneur and an investor he actually goes around and finds um you know these these down and out companies like pure one and like radio shack kind of takes them out of the traditional retail space and moves them to an online business um and has done pretty well for himself but ty loves to insert himself into the conversation and he did drop his OG collection, which is original garage on the weekend. Um, not really notable in terms of like if it was a cook or not. I mean, the, the price of them, uh, have gone up. They started at about 0.2, 0.1 for these course passes and whatnot, but they only sold about 2000 of them and it was a 20,000, uh, NFT collection. But what really got people going this weekend was the fact that he was putting up, um, sitting courtside with the Ty, Lo uh, with Ty Lopez at an NBA game for like 20 ETH, uh, you know, a dinner with Ty Lopez for like 15 ETH and private jet flight with Ty for 30 ETH. And man, as Free Market said in the pre show, uh, the, the NFT world rallied together and uh and we're just going at this guy full force basically rejecting everything that he was saying uh ty, ty lopez kind of shot back at farouk farouk was giving him a hard time and posted a picture from 2016 uh, of farouk at ty lopez's pool party whatever i mean that doesn't mean anything to me a lot of people were thinking he dunked on uh on farouk but i don't think showing up to a party and taking a picture with somebody is uh is exactly the biggest dunk that everybody made it out to be but it was it was hilarious beanie went on to kind of jump into the conversation as well as 
as I, I hinted at and basically just said, you know, the Ty Lopez drop is a joke. Nobody should be minting this. However, it's actually an NFT with utility and there is some kind of expectation of value that you should be getting at it, which is, you know, more than a lot of the NFTs that are dropping these days. So I actually didn't disagree with that, but who knows what you're going to get out of Ty Lopez here. I genuinely don't, I don't know why anybody cares any of these people, with the exception of, of Farouk, because I think Farouk actually puts out content that's good for the NFT market that people want to see and consume. So, so all of it seems pointless to me, um, but like you said, I thought it was very nice to bring the NFT market together, if not only for 15 minutes before everybody else started, started cutting each other's heads off and their floor was better <laughs> than your floor, all that fun stuff. So, you know, guys, yeah. enjoy the better. It was a lot of people's last cycle or two, unfortunately, and we're seeing it now. Nice to see the uh, the fifteen minutes of unity involved with uh, mm-hmm, with that mm-hmm. centered around Faroque. Um We were also talking in the pre show about uh, the um, fr- uh, friends with you project. You have a little bit of uh, insight on this, but this is a project that's going down. It's very influencer driven and they're starting at 4.2 ETH Dutch auction. Um, I'm actually going to be looking into this a little bit more after the show and trying to do something on it. But um, but what was your take on that? I mean, again, a lot of people up in arms about you know a $100 million drop or the potential of it. We've seen Dutch auctions get rejected. I can't imagine that this is going to go down well, uh, regardless. And, you know, praying that it doesn't get minted out at 4.2 ETH as it would just be, you know, not a good, not a good sign in my mind. I don't even think he's going through with it anymore from what I gathered, at least at that price. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, the market's rejecting these type of things. So. I don't, I, you know, again, who cares? It's I, the, I, I really only know this guy for saying GM. He has a cloud as his profile. His name is friends with you. He's like sicky, sicky, you know, very sweet. Like he's one of those guys, you know, GM, good morning, that type of thing. I don't know anything about him. And then he puts out this project. Uh, Dutch auction started for ETH. These are these same models that uh, Bear Brick bought to make their 3D NFTs. So I think I yeah. take umbrage with that. Uh striking uh similar uh features with uh with that as well so i mean it's uh, it, it's coming up we'll see what ends up going down with this i mean everything about this is just like colorful good vibes blah 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 maybe the 4.2 eth dutch auction is just to get people talking about it if that is the case it's clearly working um but something i'm going to be following as well so yeah yeah if you guys like that go check out joy world um, that is a much more uh, that is a much better place to put your ETH if you like this style of art. It's it's similar and but better. Uh, so, what was that one? Joy World. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joy World toys. Uh, can't mess with that. I had a hundred ETH floor at one point, but that was during the last. Uh, that was during the summer bull. So I think it's come off a lot since then. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, I'm going to throw the uh, the link up in uh, Discord if anybody wants to come join us and turn some music on. Um, try to keep these shows a little bit shorter, you know, keep the content a little bit tighter and uh, and, and get to some other projects. But uh, but yeah, what are you uh, what are you up to today? I am going to burn another fighter. Mm, a few yeah. Hours. Upgrade, upgrade another raid party fighter. Having a lot of fun with that game. Yeah, I burned my first one yesterday. Uh, there was a cooldown period before you can claim it, which is uh, you know just adding to the suspense of whether or not you're gonna hit or miss on that ten percent ten percent chance of doing nothing. And lo and behold, during that cooldown period, they actually paused the contract uh, not for a very long time. It's back up and running now, but um, they. They paused it and I couldn't even reveal my fighter until this morning. And uh, so it was a very suspenseful morning as I was sipping my my coffee, watching the uh, watching that and just praying that it did. I did manage to hit. It wasn't, uh, you know, I'm guessing there's a way to look. I'm guessing there's a way to look on the contract and see if you 
were successful instantly. But they oh, don't show you in the in the front end UI. So yeah, and yeah. I you know I, I know the nerds are probably like, you know they they run and check the con like oh I already know I, I don't yeah, I don't care orcs for a minute had it it was weird first it wasn't in the orcs UI uh, to see whether how many bone shards you got instantly and then you just had to wait that amount of time then it wasn't uh, then it was and now it isn't again so. Yeah, I'm actually I'm, I am having a lot of fun with it, though. They had a couple of big bosses kind of uh, drop in yesterday. My yield was um, was quite nice. Almost have enough confetti to, to upgrade another one. And, you know, to talk a little bit of strategy right now. I would say that it seems to be you want to get your entire uh, roster of heroes or fighters that are, are, are participating up to level one. And then it would seem to be like, maybe the play is to, uh, is to start minting more fighters in the background, hopefully pull a rare one. But mm-hmm. the jump from tier one to tier two seems to be not nearly as dramatic. And there, there definitely seems to be a lot more of a choice as to whether or not you want to risk a fighter to get that little, little bit of damage. Um, and at that point, I wonder if maybe heroes start to becoming more more valued. We talk about heroes being a longer term play, obviously, as they're the way that people get in and start participating in the ecosystem. But you know, it might actually be more beneficial if you're looking at using these these yields and playing the game to to start a secondary team and start building it up from there to uh, maximize your confetti yield um, over two wallets. Yes. Confetti. The uh, the floor on heroes is dip below 0.5, and the uh, the floor on fighters is kind of remaining steady at uh, 6.4 ETH or 0.64 ETH right now. So um, not seeing a big uh, depression as they should be deflationary at least for the short term as people look to to upgrade them. Um, the other thing that went down last night was the uh, loser club reveal. Is that right? Oh no, that was the uh, sorry not. The reveal, but they did actually go on a, a little bit of a run, hitting up to uh, 0.3 ETH before cooling off. So uh, people seem to like the losers. The one thing I will say is scrolling on and jumping into Twitter spaces and whatnot, and I saw the profile pictures everywhere. People were loving rocking those, at least for the short term. So we'll see. People love the losers. And yeah, shout out to Kylie and Javon and the team over there. It was received very well. They smoothed out the rarities in this collection. So you didn't see like those gigantic, gigantic uh, rare sales just because like there's a hundred one of ones. And, you know, it's one of those things where there are so many rares, they're not so rare. Uh, but I we see a lot of collections doing that. We saw Cool Men's doing that. And we've seen more recent collections start to think about this idea of smoothing things out uh, a bit. That's what Losers Club did. And I think it's one of those things where people actually identify them. People are buying the ones that look like them, uh, that they want to hold for a long time. So yeah, big congrats to that team. They're doing all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know the, the big sales on there. I think people were kind of watching those to see how they go down. But as you said, the, the rarity has been smoothed out. So the, the large sales are not um, far and away above where the floor price was still sitting at point or uh, sorry, three ETH as the largest sale. But uh, definitely seems to be some smoke there. People are enjoying it. So keep an eye out on something like that. Um Tune is asking, what do we think of Mutant Sheba Club? Uh, Project has a lot of followers on Twitter, 200,000. Seems to be (laughs) some hype about it, but the Discord is private. And I'm having a love-hate relationship with these private Discord links because you want to get in, you want to have some discovery. Um, But, you know, it's... uh, it's you know it's shiba art everything dogs always seem to do well but uh you know i don't know i I, it's it's uh what do you think of mutant shiba club would be my question right i think it it feels like it's been done i'm just getting uh board ape kennel club vibes from these more in a, a profile picture rather than a um a full full dog image, but uh, yeah, two hundred thousand followers and dropping sometime this month. The pack is growing. <laughs> we were just talking about how mutants have been done too. 
Well, at least they're leading with mutants. I think I I should have been more specific. Mutants as a V two. Oh, okay. More specific. Well, maybe they can just go the opposite route and have like a cure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Like you get I like get, that. get fixed up. Mm. Be interesting. interesting. Yeah, we talked about Dower Darcells yesterday, decoy a little bit. Um did uh, they are mooning, my friend. Are they? they I, I have back in them. Yeah. People like the Dower Darcells. I had homies who were like, eh, I don't like the Dower Darcells FOMOing in yesterday at two times the floor. They didn't like it, man. <laughs> So there you go. It's an eye. It sees you. But yeah, obviously yeah. having a, a bit more of a, a history of existence than uh, the, sorry, yeah, the designer. Saying? The designer behind this has had a lot of deals uh, in the real world. And I think people see the licensing potential here with the Dower Darcells. Plus, they like the community. So I have been seeing a, a lot of Dower Darcells, a lot of Losers Club, and a lot of feline fiends. Though I haven't talked much about that. I, you know, I don't know anything about them. But there was a interesting spaces yesterday that seemed to be some sort of trait gang war between different traits within the uh, community. I didn't know if it was a it was theater or a show. I couldn't tell if they were serious or not. But uh, yeah. These are three projects I'm seeing a lot of around around town. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to those people that brought this up, uh, as doured ourselves before even Mint went down. You know, that was a, a good find and a, a nice little cook. But, you know, with um, with the, with this being a project that's been around, or sorry, a character that's been around since uh, the early 2010s, um, I got to believe that this is going to be a creator uh, that is going to foster this community and is, is looking to expand its horizons rather than just jump in and, and take the NFT space for what it is. So um, I'd be uh, I'd be excited about these. I'm not going to buy them, but I am uh, I'm feeling pretty good about them. They're nice and clean too, right? Like I have seen them in profile pictures. They don't look bad. They have you know just a good consistent color scheme, different uh, different traits, and that um, that make them stand out from each other. Right. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm just other than the fact that it's a black egg with an eye. I don't feel like I'm just looking at the same thing um, too, too much. I think they did a good job with them. So, yeah. Uh, Bombers asking there's a for, different color. eye. I haven't seen that. Look. Yeah. Yeah. There's a spiral one. There's some different colors in there. I actually didn't. Uh, normally, I like to check the highest sales and see what kind of goes down with those. See, I haven't done that on this project yet. Let's check that out. That five ETH with this kind of skeleton one. That's it's cool. Inverse. I, oh, it is too. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> there you this go. drip one is cool. I like this. Very you clean. You should buy it for drip. That's a drip. Gift. Dower cult. Darcel cult. What's the <laughs> highest sale on Dower Darcells? Five ETH was, uh, five ETH went down. So. Huh. Yeah. People spending some money on these things. This is a nice looking one too. Nice little hat there. The gold, the gold ones look nice and clean. That one has that. ears. Mm-hmm. Some of them have ears. Oh. Seems to be more of a rare trait. They're up along the uh, the highest last sale. Gold with ears. I see, said the blind man to the deaf dog. I see, said the blind carpenter as he reached for his hammer and saw. Nice. I like that one. Fuck yeah, nailed it. Bomber updates on Star Wolves. Uh, yeah, I mean they will be they will be coming. The last of the Genesis are out in the wild now. Ascended, and uh, you will definitely be seeing some more stuff on there. But you got to watch the Discord for that one, my friend. I'm definitely digging these more rare ones. Honestly, these are these are pretty cool. It's amazing how things start to look better point <laughs> or more. It, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, honestly. Um, but uh, oh, the fluffy one there. Escape that one. So, yeah. Oh man, I need some more coffee, man. What the hell is Phase? Phase Banks? Oh, Snoo- uh, Phase is um. Phase is a clan. So Banks is part of the Phase clan, and uh, uh, Snoop joined Phase Two. What? What is a clan? 
For what do you mean a clan? It started off as like a gaming thing, right? Like they were uh, a clan, uh, a clan, a group that were all Fortnite players, and then they kind of expanded that brand, the Phase Clan, into uh, very big on YouTube. Um, they've made an absolute fucking killing off of that um, that branding. So yeah, Phase Banks is part of the Phase Clan. So that's what that's why Phase Banks is famous. He played video games. Uh, yeah, that's how he started. He was a big Fortnite player. My, uh, my kid used to watch him all the time. Um, there were some other. I don't think I've too. ever seen Fortnite like actually played. Oh god, it's. I have no clue what what people are. are it's crazy, man. Like I've played it with my my son a bunch of times, and he's yeah. he's good at it, and I am not. But they just like whip around building shit. Like I don't even know how they do mm-hmm. stuff so fast. I feel like I'm a boomer getting old because I watch him play, and I'm just like I'm getting motion sickness now. Does everybody in the clan uh, put Faze in front of their names, like ASAP and the crew from Brooklyn, like ASAP Rocky? Like, is there a Faze Dave? And a phase Michael. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. that's their oh. thing. That's like their their that's clan their thing. thing right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Vincent is missing anything. Ah, Fortnite is a. Uh... Oh, don't say that, Vincent. Uh, so many people love this game. There must be something there. <laughs> oh man. I'm just so surprised to see Snoop Dogg join the Face Clan. It's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what what that means or why he would need to, but it's funny. Phase Snoop or Phase Calvin, Phase Calvin, Phase Cal, Phase Cal, Phase Cal. It's got to be one syllable, right? Banks Cal. Does Kazomo join Phase now too? Is that how that works? No, it's that this is a three-syllable first name. It just doesn't work. Phase Coes. Yeah. Uh, Sia is part of the Cosimo Medici family. Oh, so. yeah. I saw something about that, too. Mm-hmm. Snoop signed something on Clonex, too. Did you happen to see that? No. I want to know how his... Uh... His, uh, I'm pumped for whatever comes out of Death Row Records the first time around. Now that yeah. Snoop owns Death Row, yeah, they were talking about having um, some Clone X characters uh, being signed to Death Row. Actually, that's something I saw pop up. Signing clones live and direct in the studio, Snoop Dogg and Death Row Records. Signing clones? Yeah, he signed clones to Phase uh, to not to Phase to. Um, uh, to Death Row Records. Oh, 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 I thought you meant like an autograph. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, like signed them to the record label. That's nifty. How do you do that? I don't know who's who's rapping on behalf of the clones. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Sia is one of the Medici family. You know who Sia is? Very famous yep. um, singer. Uh, everyone, and she has uh, been around NFTs for a while. Big fan of NFTs. Um, yes. So now we understand that everybody in the Cosimo Medici family is a famous person. And the bit here is they're each going to reveal themselves time to certain PR moments over the next year. And what? How many of these people were there? Like six Cosimos that debuted when he was like, I'm going to introduce my family. Right. So, yeah, Cosimo, everyone thought right. he was hacked at that time, too. Right. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Cosimo is Snoop. Right. Cosmo is Snoop. And then Sia is whatever the name of that other one was yesterday. And we're going to find out who the next ones are uh, over the rest of the year. It's all beanie. Mm hmm. Your wife was more pumped about Sia than she was about your own collection. <laughs> wow. Feels bad, man. Feels bad. <laughs> oh, man. Sia is a walking NFT. I guess so. Check the news. 
Honestly, I think we could probably just start to wrap this up. You know, it feels good. An hour, hour and 10 minutes. Going to grab some lunch. Start uh, start going on with the day. Biden officially signs the crypto order. Adobe taps Polygon to scale NFT functionality in Behance. Cool. All right, Free Market, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this mf up? That is it, my friend. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much. I apologize. Uh, I'm glad everybody made it here. I forgot to make an announcement, but still, we had uh, most of the uh, usual suspects joining us. Um, again, I want to thank you all for... Oh, fuck, I just said that, man. It's a Wednesday. Um, the show is obviously recorded for anybody that wants to uh, to catch back up on it, trying to keep it a little bit tighter and uh, more digestible right now as we you know, look for some more interesting topics. But uh, yeah, we talked about the macro markets, crypto having a pretty good bounce back, Biden doing the executive order thing. We talked about uh, LimeWire kind of making a comeback. Board Ape doing some donations to the Ukraine um, uh, movement going on down there. Um, talked about, oh, we didn't even talk about the Super Ordinary Villains. Um, uh, the, the shit show that was the Super Ordinary Villains drop. I skipped over that, uh, that tab. You know what? It should all be concluded by tomorrow, so we'll be able to wrap it up. But that was an interesting story. Don't personally think it's a rug. Um, but uh, you know they uh, they're they're trying to fix their their shit. Happy eighty eighth episode in China. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I guess that would be lucky. Free market. It's gonna be a lucky day for us, my friend. Eighty eight. Luck, 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 luck. Talked a bit about the uh, the gutter cat drop with the gutter juice. Um, yeah, Ty Lopez and Farouk, friends with you, came up. Loser Club, Dowered Ourselves, Cosimo Medici. Good stuff. Guys, we are going to wrap this up. Thank you so much, Free Market. Do the thing. Good luck at the tables, DJs.